0: Whatever you give a mirror, the mirror going to give you back exactly what you give to it. I almost died one day, but when I recovered, I started studying the cases of God's creations. And through my studies and research, I would look in the mirror and I would ask myself two very important questions. Number one, how are the characters' actions different or similar to my own? And number two, how are the results similar or different from my own? By keeping a record of my actions and the results from the cases that I studied I could see what was lifting me up and what was tripping me up I started documenting this process and it's helped me set my own record straight this process is a daily process that I refer to as daily bread and one day I decided to go on zoom and invite my brothers to share their process so we could hold each other accountable fast forward to today I've opened the discussion to the public and together we will break this bread, eat this food for thought, and share it with others. Welcome to Season 1 of Peace Study, where we highlight the importance of self-management because that is and will always be the first business we manage. Then we will cover how we manage our households, relationships, and business. I hope you receive enough information from today's episode to make an informed decision to seek ye first the kingdom of God. I hope that true peace and eternal prosperity greets you through the Christ-made manifest in Yeshua Yosef, popularly known as Jesus the Christ. Welcome to Peace Study, a place where we learn how to be better managers of ourself, better managers of our relationship, and better managers of our business. Church is tonight is a continuation of a grand situation that I like to call love. But to be more specific about this love, for a few weeks we've been going into the topic to see what love had to do with a lot of our mindsets, a lot of our expectations, a lot of the things that we look forward to with another person in the picture and with ourselves what love got to do with it studying the topic to a degree has been a pretty heartfelt heartwarming situation for myself but with my co-host that I had the last two weeks or so we somewhat scratched the surface of what that may look like or what weight it may hold Within our commitment to companionship. And not to jump too far ahead, but next week's episode will be the finale on finances and and we're going to be shooting Peace Studies first podcast episode to the public. So if you missed it, don't worry. Today I will be catching you up to speed with what my brother Shod and my good sister Nikwa had to say. When it came down to finance in the context of romance, what does love have to say about our mindset when it comes to these resources that's in the physical world? Tonight, I'm going to shed a little light on how I feel, and I'm going to delve in on the topic a great deal because. When my brother and sister was here I wanted to hear What their thoughts were On the topic And I'm always full and frank With where I came from And honest about My path and my testimony in Christ But I really wanted to discover What they had to say about the situation And this platform is really not to Bash Any man or woman or or do what a lot of the popular podcasts are doing now in this whole relationship thing Where it's a lot of finger pointing and, and no accountability No, this is a case study Where to thyself be true Is one of my old wise uncles used to always tell me Son, to thyself be true when you look in the mirror we, We're here to share this cases of our own individual life and to highlight cases and citations that really stands in fine fine I mean like fine is wine principle with highlighting principle and tonight I want to highlight principle and really get into some things that I've been able to download from God in my singleness as you, as you already probably know if you didn't know For the first time in my life In a very long time in my life Because I, I haven't always been in this Disposition to even think about courtship I am actually single And I've been able to receive some revelation knowledge In this walk And where I'm at right now in the name of trying to build a loving relationship with somebody I know I've experienced some pain but I also know that I've hurt others too I've hurt a lot of women as well but like again I don't buy into the story that women are no good and men are no good God is good and everything that God created it's good. She could be Sukiano or Michelle Obama. <laughs> you dig? God created these women. And they are both good women. He can be a Russell Wilson. Or a future. God created these men. And they are both good men. What ain't quote unquote good. Is how we rush God's will. To take all that we lack. And show us how to find real prosperity so like the fact the past few weeks we've been on this whole prosperity thing and finance thing but in my singleness god has really been showing me more than ever that prosperity as far as material prosperity are on the bottom of the list when it comes to prosperity because this is, it's a fine list of what goes on or what can be considered as prosperity but things that money buy those things are on the bottom of the list when I tapped in with God God started to mold me into a newer and improved version of myself that overcame the poison from my childhood, my teenage years and my adult, my young adult years but What God really showed me in my singleness is, listen, son, I could have groomed you like this years ago, but you know what you tried to do? You tried to skip past all the pain you experienced and try to latch on to relationships, not just with a romantic interest, because I know a lot of us, it's easy for us to highlight the romantic interest and the pursuit of that, but the relationships that we latch on to can be a family member or family members friends and you know the romantic interests, of course but we we latch on to these relationships to chase a feeling that other people can bring us at times I don't have children yet but you can add children to that list a lot of us like to cling to our children and latch on to that to skip or bypass the pain that the Lord really wants to groom us through in that sorrow to make our heart condition stronger and more pure and more loving because we all are great at receiving We're, we're, we're great at receiving love since babies we like to receive love and when we were not getting it we cried we threw a fit And as we grew older, as I grew older, them tears that I cried as a child turned into dependence on other people. Addictions to other things. Addictions and poisonous mindsets. Right, Poisonous mindsets is more critical than crack cocaine. A poisonous mindset is so addictive that you identify yourself in a mindset and that mindset can could could be something as simple as if you want it done right you got to do it yourself and you just close the doors of all camaraderie or opportunity that God may have for you to build and to build exceedingly and abundantly well but you know what I have the mindset that if I want to do this, I have to do everything on my own That's a little simple example But these mindsets Become idols They become like the golden calf And we hold on to it It's very Dangerous to hold on To a lie And really believe that it's the truth And the thing is It's passed down sometimes From how we were raised. And who we were taught from. For example. At grandma house. She may have had an oven. That could only that could only fit one. Or two pieces of turkey. Two turkeys. And because of that. It became family tradition. To cut off pieces of the turkey. And to cook the turkey in the oven. With pieces of the turkey. Not on the turkey. Right. So then. You, going, you move into your house And the oven can fit 5 turkeys But you Grew up watching grandma cut size Off the turkey so it can fit in the oven Not realizing that guess what You have the mindset to believe That you have to cut these pieces off Because that's how grandma taught you And in return You end up losing pieces that you could have had And created an extra task on you That you didn't have to have because you're holding on to a mindset that was passed down to you. So, relationships that we latch on to, mindsets that we formulate, addictions that we create, all because we want to constantly seek after things that comfort our pleasures and tastes, to keep us from crying, to keep us from longing after the real love in singleness. With the most high God The most high God will show you Your error Will show you How you can be A version of yourself That you didn't know exist. And Truly being single Allowed me to understand This real love And that real love Don't rely on other people To tend to all of the tears That turn into these Addictive habits of pleasure The wounds and sores We have been Just Put into task for others to nurse us It's really for Dr. God to operate on The doctor has the remedy for our body, mind and soul But instead of undergoing that operation We try to buy the feeling of what love brings Whether it's another attention seeking post on social media Or going after money To attract who and what we want We have control issues I know that I did and the control issue is I'm gonna do everything in my power to possess what I want and I'm gonna do it and this is how it's gonna be done and I'm gonna have it by this time and it's gonna fall like this and this is how it's gonna go but real love give all control to God and let God add all things that we can ever want or need unto us but Since I wanted to be in control so badly, instead of allowing God's standard of love to define my behavior, I allowed the world to define what love looked like to me. Whether it was from a woman catering to me a certain way, whether it was from family or friends and what I expected from them. I always set myself up for failure because at some point in time, I don't care if it's your mom. I don't care if it's your your day one partner. They will fail you at some point. And then what? Do you become bitter and say, you know what? I'm going to just hold off a piece of myself. And I'm not, I'm not going to love because people don't know how to love me. And people this and people that. And it's always this long tale of how people did you wrong. And what the enemy like to do when you've been mistreated or you've been just just purely by no intent of somebody else they may have done you in a way that was wasn't lovely it wasn't love it wasn't loving but what the enemy wants to do is allow you to create this track record of trauma and you create this track record of trauma and what end up happening is you shape your attitude and mindset around how other people did you and you move a certain way because of that and you think a certain way because of that and you treat yourself a certain way because of that right and the all, and the, the crux of it is not being single with the most high God <laughs> with the most high God and this is what was being instilled in me and poured into me through my process you know Some people expect gifts on valentines To restaurant expectations When somebody tries to take them out to eat A whole lot of rules people have That's vain That has nothing to do with love And that's why I wanted to stay on this particular topic for a while What does love have to do with This old love thing That we like to talk about Right Because Just speaking for myself A lot of times I tried to trade the process that God wanted to walk me through I wanted to I I traded that process that God wanted to walk me through and in exchange latched on to love from relationship with family, friends, and companionships chasing the feeling of what I received from them but love is not a feeling right we mistake the feeling when someone shows us love as love itself right the feeling that we receive whether it's happiness, joy whatever we receive when somebody loves on us or when we receive that love it's just a byproduct of the love that's given to us but then the dangerous aspect of that right is We have to remember that love also protects and preserves. And sometimes when you're being protected, you need to be corrected. (laughs) You need to be put in your place. You need to be given the truth. And the truth does not always feel, quote unquote, the same as when somebody tells you how great you are or give you affection or give you a gift. The truth may interrupt or disrupt the flow of what you thought and how you and how you expected things to be. And that disruption it creates a little static. You know, it rubs the fabric the opposite way of the way it's combed, right? And it and it may create a little you know fuzziness. You know, so when you when you equate love to feeling good, and when some somebody may say something that disrupts the way you think. And you're not patient enough Right because love is patience You're not patient enough To Hear or listen And and not, not Listening to Speak again but literally Listening and being Very open to Correction love when you are In love You are open to being corrected You are open to being molded. You know why? And, and, and here's the here's the here's a real eureka moment too for me. It's not hard to be corrected by somebody when your singleness was all about allowing God to correct all of your imperfections, all get all of the boogers out your eyes and your nose. It's a regular thing. You you what what Comes off as offensive, or may have came off as offensive back in the day. It's no longer offensive anymore, because you strive to be corrected and to stand in correction, right? For the Bible says, "A fool despises correction, but a righteous man loves will will rejoice in correction." In the in, <laughs> even in First Corinthians. Chapter Thirteen. It says that love rejoices in the truth. Come on, man. Love rejoices in the truth. You can't rejoice in the truth if you create if you created this prideful wall from the times when people say you weren't that you wasn't good enough. You never forgave them for it, right? You had to build this whole identity and self. The all. That in a bag of chips combo, right? So when anybody tell you about you, you bark at them because your coping mechanism was into was latched on latched in pride and proudfulness, right? In and being conceited. Real love is not proud. In in that type of prideful, boastful manner. Real real love is not selfish right and this is the measurement of love that has made me into a whole new person man and it feels good and I'm always feeling good you know for the most part I have sorrows and days that I just can't wait for tomorrow cause today today had just kicked my behind right but I'm going somewhere with this And this singleness And this is This has really Been a very It's it's the words I can't even find the words To explain how Great This experience Has been for me We always You know We always account for love As the thing that make us feel good Back to my topic Back to what I said initially Before I went in on that and sometimes you know the truth don't feel that good you know what i'm saying but if you are in love you're able to be patient enough to process it enough to deal with it enough to be able to allow god to show you you when somebody else show you you and you wasn't able to show you you while you was with god and god showing you you god has people that he speak through to talk to you the truth just don't come from you know, you seeking God and in the word is and things are jumping out from the word in the laws. It's a vessel that may come in your life that may jump some scriptures out of the Bible or out of the holy sacred text. That that's not necessarily where you can read the fine ink sometimes. Right? And and that's the thing. Real love is from creativity, it's what somebody creates. Why do I say that? Because God is love and God is what? God is a creator. Thus, love is what you give from creativity. Love is creation. We don't create. We're authorized to produce from the creativity that God gave us. We're authors. And I I love this whole thing of authority being authorized from the authority that is the most high that's god thus love is creating things for others if i'm ice cold in the ac all day when i step out in that sun that god made it will bring me comfort it will make me feel good but the feeling isn't love the giving is and it's so easy to receive the feeling receiving should make someone want to give But I'm afraid that Chasing that feeling makes a fool out of us You know And it's a balance that comes with love That when unbalanced Somebody will suffer a consequence That they didn't have to suffer I remember I remember Ye saying something to the lines of Single black female addicted to Retail Why? She is overspending on things Because she didn't receive things Growing up May not be receiving anything now or just trying to compensate herself In a way Because she is lacking in another area of her life And doesn't know what else to do to cope If you want to know where a person's trauma is Learn how they want to be served Usually What a person expects from somebody else It stems from what they didn't get when they were growing up Or what or what they're not getting as an adult The other side of the coin Is if they were violated Their way of protecting themselves may come up in your dealings with them in a seriously aggressive way. This is why it is so important to be single. You have to serve yourself in ways that you may have never had the pleasure of enjoying from somebody else. You have to forgive yourself for choosing someone who may have abused you in a way or forgive someone else. For abusing you That you didn't have no say In choosing Them to be in your life Like a family member Or anybody in that nation That was just a part of the household But I'm gonna go to a case I'm gonna go to a case that Highlights how Easy it is to forgive When you are in God Okay When Yeshua Ben Yosef Was nailed on the cross he cried out to God to ask God Lord Father forgive them for they know not what they do and the thing that confuses that confused me about this statement is how don't they know what they're doing I think they knew exactly what they were doing they were killing you in a real, in a real serious way you know what I'm saying? How, they not, how do they not know they're committing a real life ancient lynching, so to speak? How do they not realize that? And this is what I was able to receive in the revelation from my study on this case. See, from this case, what God showed me is that it's easy to forgive when you in Christ. Because when you are in Christ you realize that Anything someone does to harm you They're not Harming you They're not trying to harm you What they are trying to harm Or go against Is the God that made you Because They beating the living flesh off the Lord And they and he asking The Lord to forgive them <laughs> He asking the Lord to forgive them if he if he identified what they were doing to him, right, as as if they were just doing it to him, he would have cried to them and said, "I forgive you for what you're doing to me." Right? He didn't say, "I forgive I forgive you for what you're doing to me." He said, "Lord, forgive them for what they do," because I believe that Christ understood. That While they thought they were trying While they thought they was taking the jab at him He knew that his body wasn't his own He knew that the body And his spirit that housed his body Was all belonging To the author The authority And the author The grand master authority Just authorized him to use That body And after He cried out in this case, after he cried out to God and asked for for them to forgive for God to forgive them, as soon as he cried out, right after they right right after he did that, they mocked him and told him to prove that he was the son of God. They mocked him even the criminal that was right next to him asked him, "If you the son of man, if you the son of God, save me and yourself." Jesus just ignored him. The other criminal said man Forget what you Talking about Lord listen When you go to paradise can you Can you bring me with you I'm with you Jesus told him You gonna join You gonna be in paradise with me The whole Entire time When they were mocking him He never said anything back All he asked was For God to forgive them And told the other criminal Beside him that he's going to inherit paradise For just knowing And believing in the God That I am In the I am that I am Right and believing in the father In the inheritance of the kingdom Right But here's the thing That really got me about this case It was at the end At the end Jesus said Before he took his last breath Jesus said, Father, I commit my spirit in your hands. Being single is about leaving everything behind and putting your spirit, your body and everything in the hand, in the hands of God. To the point that, unbashedly speaking, you care less for anybody criticizing you. For your walk with Christ you, You're you you're standing And abandoning any Relationships or anything else And walking in love And walking in God And I looked at this case of Jesus Companionship with God I looked in the mirror and I asked myself If my singleness Modeled the footprints Of the Messiah Do I take things personally From people who may have failed to love me would I? I don't think so. Or have I failed to love me the way that God loves me? Probably so. Imagine having a gold watch that somebody loaned you for a night. And then somebody came to you at gunpoint and robbed you for the watch. Let you live though. You still got you still have your life. They just got you for your watch Reasonable minds Will conclude that you would not be happy That somebody took the watch But you will also not be sad either Because you Are alive to tell somebody about it (laughs) And I think this is the same for our bodies And everything that we have on this Planet earth With our minds and our feelings God loaned us that too but no, no matter what somebody tries to do with this earthly suit, we have everlasting life in Christ. We have everlasting life in God. So what we take personally should really be acknowledged by God so radically that we ask God to forgive others for what they do. We don't even take nothing personal. This is the beauty of being single, y'all. And when I say single, I don't mean just single from a companionship. I'm going to have to continue to reiterate that. single from friends and family too that don't stand in the principles of christ the way that christ followed and turned his life over to god turn his life over to the will and the way of yahweh when you say i do to god you marry and you leave everybody behind to love on you and god then you give the fruit of that relationship To the family that is there The friends, possible companions, poor, sickly The the widowed The fruit that you bear Is from the marriage that you have With God With y'all That's where I'm at Right And this whole thing about What love got to do with it in the material To be honest with you The only reason why I somewhat Have in mind to build that infrastructure That I talked about on the last two Episodes with my co-host Is because I want To give a certain way I want to Give a certain way And I know that The relationship that I Never had With God as an adult As a post pubescent Young man Going through puberty and You know all like shoot from, from my teenage years up to this point I never just really dedicated My self wholly and fully To Christ And I said In the last two episodes I wanted to give A certain way and have, have provided a certain Lifestyle right but By all means Whatever is in the will of God Whether I can do that for another person right now the will of God shall be the supreme rule for my favor when it comes to a companionship right I don't need anything else to have a companionship and to be married but I had to make sure and I know that God is working on me God wanted me to ensure that I really and truly Devoted my life A hundred percent To him To the spirit Of love the spirit of God Which is love Because I never Had the pleasure of doing that After I really started To develop into a man So it has nothing to do With the materials per se But the thing, the beautiful thing about being in God is when you seek ye first the kingdom of God, all these materials and all of these things, they shall be afforded to you. And I believe, I believe that ever since I've been walking in God, in Christ, I've been receiving blessings on blessings on blessings. And I'm, I've only been going up. So if somebody wanted to come in the picture while I'm going up, we just going to continue to go up. But, and I must say this, but with all caps, that woman has to be married before we can walk together. <laughs> How can she be married and you talking to a church? What, you, what do you mean? I, I mean I, exactly what I mean she has to be married you know why because I am and that's the irony right that's the irony of be, really being single when you are single you're supposed to really introduce yourself to the original marriage with you and God and when you in another person that's married to God as well when you all sweep each other in your energy In your godly energy You're able to become one With the one Lord have mercy On the next few episodes I'll go a little deeper And a little steeper In why I had to do this And go through this process But furthermore why God is going to move exceedingly and abundantly in my life, and yes, I'm a I'm a I'm a man that's not dealing with a woman at the mo- at the moment consistently or have any romantic interests and stuff like that. And yes, I'm not sawing so my royals. I'm gonna let you read between the lines, neither from somebody else or with on my own volition, on my own power. And I feel amazing. And I'm and I'm down for the call day by day. But as I always say, it's a thin line between who you were yesterday and who you are today in God. So I don't for one minute think that I'm above where I came from. Because it's right behind the corner. (laughs) Anyway, on the next episode. We're going to bring back my brother Shaw and Nikwa. And we are going to go into. Stability. Finance. What love got to do with it. And I will share. Even furthermore on. How this material. On my part. This is what I'm going to share on my on my, have, on my behalf. How these material things. How they supposed to be judged and ruled and governed and managed from a biblical standpoint because that's the standard that i measure my actions through and i'm going to ask that my co-hosts cite their sources however you say you are standing on something cite your source what holy text do you have for me or are you the holy text that you are authorizing your behavior from we'll see on this on this next episode but until then 86% of millionaires are married it's no coincidence families run the world and the businesses that they have created in co-creation in generational wealth and legacy hires and fires the generations of tomorrow it produces all commerce and product and services that castrates laws and all the things that we have to succumb to while being ruled is power in love in marriage and in family and the wealth of the wicked is stored up for the righteous so those of us that are righteous and that seek in the face of God let us align let us become married and allow ourselves to be fruitful and multiplying thing in the gift that God has given us to master that thing and to scale that thing so that others can be hired so that others can have some type of say so in the conversation of the pursuit of expanding the kingdom of God on planet earth a brother a sister in Hebrew it's a fireplace or nurse That is the definition of the expedition. A fireplace will keep us warm and it'll help us eat by cooking the things that we want to consume. Being a fireplace is essential to us being able to come together and study righteous living, study how to be a better neighbor, how to love appropriately. And a nurse seeks to the full welfare Of another person. Making sure that another person is good. All around the board. 365 days. 24-7. Looking out for each other. But we have to look out for self first. And we have to master a skill. Master the gift that God given us. For a man that is skilled in his labor. A woman that is skilled in her labor. He or she will not stand before. Poor people. Obscure mean men no he or she will stand before kings and queens but don't be given or tempted to the king and the queen's shiny things and diamond rings and designer things for if you are tempted to it or if you have an appetite for it you might as well hold a knife to your own throat peace love and always keep it p thank you for going to a higher plane with me today I hope you have a wonderful and blessed day. Church. Is a.